First Sip Brewbox is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brewbox have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPNATIONUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Welcome to the Hop Nation USA podcast. It's episode 69. Huh, huh, huh. Is that the only joke we're going to make about this? Yeah, pretty much. Good. All right. <laughs> it's covered. We move on. It's covered. We move on. I'm, I'm fine with that. And as you can hear, that's my co-host, Adam. Hello. And I'm Steve. Also, and- hello. I'll do it for you. Thanks. <laughs> and we have just a brewery, really. That's all we're doing. That's this all week. we're doing tonight. Yeah. yeah, that's all we're doing this week, which is fine. <laughs> yeah, they're good folk, right? We, we assume. We assume maybe. Uh, I don't. You know what? I don't want to put that on. <laughs> I, I will take that burden. Sure. I will take that burden. Sure. Uh, before we get into that, though, anything new? How's it going? Not bad. What's up? I'm good. Uh, I took a nap before the podcast, and so that was good. Oh, so you should be all fresh faced and bunny eyed, or whatever the bunny eyed. Yeah, you know, because they got the big eyes. No. And, like, bunnies can see really well. Yeah. And if you try to approach them, they run away. That is also true. Uh, yeah, because they have good eyes. I think you're looking for bright-eyed and bushy-tailed? Nah, I'm thinking bunny-eyed. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> Are you making it a thing? That's where you're making <laughs> your stand is bunny-eyed? <laughs> yeah. Are you saying I got eyes in the side of my head? Mm-hmm. Man, that's kind of mean. <laughs> that's that's actually really mean. Your <laughs> eyes are too far apart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. How about you? What's uh, what you got going on? Uh, nothing. I'm bored okay. <laughs> with my life. Then let's just do a podcast I, I just, instead. Exactly. I, I finished watching Luke Cage season two and then picked up The Staircase. How about that? Uh, Yay, Netflix. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. I have not done any of that sort of thing. Well, you don't have Netflix. I don't. I'm probably one of the only people under the age of 40. Yeah. You, you actually really are because I believe there was a report that came out that Netflix is now the largest provider of television I believe it. beyond regular cable. Mm-hmm. And then I believe YouTube's third. Makes sense. So yeah. not, not YouTube Red, though. I think they just encompass the whole platform. Right. I mean, I don't think anybody really pays for YouTube Red. But I would hope not. <laughs> I think everybody just gets a month and then watches everything they want and then turns it off. I assume unless there's this one guy, who, that's how he's flossing. Is sure. Just, they, that's that's how he's flexing his bank account. Is I pay for YouTube Red. <laughs> how, he, how rich are you? Well, I'm so rich I can afford YouTube Red. That's right. And then he goes to the bar and tells everybody there, including the cute 23 year old waitress who doesn't give a shit about any of that. Here's the thing: if you're that kind of rich, Adam, you don't go out anymore. That's true. They come to you. You're right. That is very true. <laughs> he tells he tells high end escorts about his YouTube <laughs> Red subscription. <laughs> I have YouTube Red. I have VRV. I had CISO when it was a thing. <laughs> have you ever heard of this Roku box? I got one of those too. I had Crunchyroll before it merged in. 
are we gonna do this or what? No, I'm just here. To, I'm just gonna tell you. I just need somebody to talk to. <laughs> Man, this is going sad real quick. All right. Let's get back on to what we're supposed to be talking about, which is beer. The theme for the night is Flying Fish Brewery out of New Jersey. Correct. I'll just give you a little background on this one. Uh, it was originally founded in 1995 without an actual brick and mortar space. Were they sort of one of those uh, nomad breweries? Well, what it was, was it was actually one of the first, like, websites. Period. It was a period, because <laughs> we're talking 1995, yeah. It was one of the first websites, but it was also considered a virtual brewery. And it's probably one of the first crowdfunding. Okay. Because it, it was built to entice investors. But it also allowed for people who were on the site to, like, name the beers and pick logos and things like that. Okay. Yeah. So it was a community yeah, it was it was very communal. I assume crowdfunded in, in a way because I, I mean you put it out there and you just see who bites and somebody's <laughs> going to give you money along the way. Exactly, and then uh, it actually was finally opened up in 1996. Very cool, and it's tripled in size since to become the largest craft brewery in New Jersey. Neat. Uh, even though it is the largest, that's not saying a whole lot because it's the largest of 45. There's only 45 breweries in New Jersey? Yes. <laughs> I, I find that seriously surprising. That is seriously surprising, considering we have 40 in Pittsburgh alone. Right. <laughs> right. And New Jersey is a lot bigger than Pittsburgh. I've checked. Well, it, yeah, it's a bit bigger than Pittsburgh, yeah. Uh, it does take you about an hour to drive across, dep- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> depending. Yeah, that's, so. that's true. I mean, no, they, they definitely have Rhode Island beat. Yeah. Because I think Rhode Island has eight. Okay. So yay for that! They, right? They they essentially built a lar- They essentially beat a large national park. Right, exactly. <laughs> a very nice national park. But yeah, yeah that's I, I find that very surprising, especially on the south. You got Philadelphia, and on the north you got New York. Here's the problem with Jersey. You have to understand that beer has four main ingredients. True. Barley. Yeah. Hops. Yeah. Yeast. Heard of it. And water. Right. But New Jersey people have never heard of water. <laughs> All they know is water. <laughs> water. <laughs> we can't make this. There's no water in here. Hey, water. you guys know where the water is? <laughs> How do I? Where do I put the water? <laughs> Those idiots. <laughs> Wait, waiter. What is this waiter? What is this French? I can't make this. Screw it. Okay. A quick divergence for a second. I love uh, my friends at the Main Damie mm-hmm. and their podcast. And, uh, and I enjoy the podcast, you know, who invited this guy. Right. Both from New Jersey. Uh, but, God damn it, if they don't both have somebody <laughs> on the show who can't pronounce water. <laughs> water. Is there anybody on there that says Keller instead of color? I haven't heard it. So perhaps we need to send something over their way to see if somebody <laughs> says Keller can rather you, than color. Can you guys do a pronunciation guide for us? <laughs> Just to see how dumb you are. <laughs> I feel that that is fair. That's fair. If they do that for us, and if we do that for them, okay. Like a, a, a Yinzer pronunciation. We can. I mean, we can just do the pronunciation. I think both of us are pretty good at not having the Yinzer accent. Yes. Unless I'll, I'm drunk, then I totally, I totally sleep in the hey, Yins guys want to go. Dark, dark, dark. Admittedly, <laughs> I I have had Yins come into my lexicon uh-huh. because I started using it ironically right and then, and then it just stuck and then it just stuck it's like a dirty gene it gets into your right exactly <laughs> and after i say it i i kind of wince a little bit because i know that i'm not supposed to say it oh well oh well 
I'm not going to worry about it. Why don't you say what this beer is? So this is, as I previously mentioned, this is the Flying Fish Brewing Company. We're highlighting this episode. Uh, the first one we're going to start off with is the Farmhouse Summer Ale. Okay. Uh, that is their Kolsch offering. comes in at 4.6 ABV. Okay. And this is the first time I've ever seen this. Uh, maybe it's just I haven't done any research. But the IBUs come in at 15.1. <laughs> They're very precise, and I appreciate that. They got this down to a science. I've never seen that before. That's interesting. And it's interesting they take it that far because it's only 15. Right. It's going to be super negligible. (laughs) Right, exactly. It's not like they're going super high and they got to bump it up as much as they possibly can. Try to tweak it, tweak it, tweak it, tweak it just to get it up, you know, just to make it the most or the best or something. Nope. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah. It's not like Man of War when every time they, like, try to shoot for the world's loudest band record that they, you know, they have to just get it that one decibel over that one, you know. Yep. Yep. Yeah, this is just a regular IBU reading. There's nothing special about it, but they decided they got to put that point one in there. So credit to Flying Fish on that one. Okay. So in terms of hops, uh, they uh, there are two that they, they let on. Uh, Columbus hops. That's not surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is the Styrian Golding hop. Okay. And it's from Slovenia. Slovenia? Slovenia. Okay. Which is neat. Uh, similar to the Fuggle Hop. So, I'm about it. All right. So, would you like to try this beer? I would like to try this beer. Let us try this beer. We've poured this beer. We're looking at this beer. And I like the looks of this beer. Uh, it is completely clear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got a nice, very light, light gold color to it. Yeah. Um, this makes sense if they're, you know, it's going to be a summer drinker. Should be light. Yeah, so even though it says farmhouse ale, it also says Kolsch. Right. I always associate saisons with farmhouse, though. So As do I. It's, it's got that uh, floral side yeah. of things. Yeah. They both go that direction. Head, it's got a nice white fluffy head that started off, and then it's uh, a slow dissipation. Uh, looks good. It's a good combination with that color of the beer. Yeah. Did you mention how it's a little bit effervescent? I have not. Okay. Because it is. <laughs> I agree. It smells like beer. Yeah, it smells like beer. <laughs> it, a bit of bit of malt, not a lot of hop. Yeah, not a lot of hop. Doesn't again. When I hear the word farmhouse, I'm always looking for that dirty horse blanket hay smell. Yeah, that wildflower stuffed in your nose. Yeah, well, I, that's different. Yeah, the wildflower is stuffed in your nose. I'm okay with. <laughs> <laughs> that's your Saturday night sometimes. Yeah, the horse blanket. I'm not cool with that. That's fair. Yeah. Well, let's try this. Hmm. I find this to be a very drinkable beer. It's a little bit dry on the backside. No joke there. For the style. Ah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm ambivalent to it. That's fair. I don't mind it. Yeah. I don't mind it. I. It's got a little bit of a malty front to it, and like you said, it has a dry uh, backside. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nothing about it really sticks out to me, but again, I'd absolutely choose it over a macro, so... That's fair. That's the scale I'm on at the moment. While we sip on this, what do you say we do some news and notes? Okay. Okay. I got one. Do it. So, uh, Omegong's releasing another Game of Thrones beer. How many is there? are they up to now? This will be 13. Holy shit. Yeah. We're running out of characters. Right. <laughs> uh, this one is uh, called The Mother of Dragons. Okay, so I, eventually they're just going to get to the actual throne. I, I don't know. I think they already produced an Iron Throne beer. Really? I thought, yeah, I'm pretty sure they have. Oh, well, I guess he's out of the loop, this it, guy. It doesn't, look, it doesn't matter. You... you you wanted to jump in and try to sound cool and everything. And I didn't. All you have to do is preface it with neither of us watch this fucking show. 
That's fair, which is true. Yeah, it's true. Neither of us watch this fucking show. I'm only talking about this beer at the moment because it sounded like a good beer. What is it? Uh, it's going to be, uh, it's called the Mother of Dragons, and it's going to be a blend of smoked porter and Belgian Creek. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to have a smoky, dark roast of mm-hmm. a porter, but it's also going to have, uh, like, the uh, the Belgian funkiness as well as kind of that sweet cherry tartness. I can see that. Yeah. That sounds like a good beer to me. Yeah. Again, I don't watch this show, but <laughs> previous entries from Omegong, like one, I like Omegong in general, mm-hmm. but previous entries into the Game of Thrones series are beers I like. And their cherry game is on point. Yeah. As exactly noted. with the Rosetta. Yep. That's exactly where I was going with that. Yeah. It's, it, I don't care about the show at all. And apparently the show's... So the beer comes out September 28th. Okay. Apparently the show doesn't come out till 2019. That sounds about right. I think they finished filming it? Yeah, they finished... Yeah, I read they finished filming. And now they gotta do something with it. Wait. <laughs> Post-production. Let me... <laughs> I don't know what happens. No, I don't... See, I don't know Add but... the dragons. <laughs> <laughs> see, no, I assume it's very similar to the podcast where as soon as we're done recording... Magic happens, and then it gets posted. That's all I assume happens. <laughs> they just have to gather enough wizards to, to get it up on the internet. That's all it is. <laughs> wizards with MacBooks. <laughs> Our show only needs one wizard, but I imagine a show that big needs at least seven. <laughs> <laughs> and those wizards are probably busy. <laughs> That's 40 hours a week of wizardry. <laughs> so I got a little something-something Okay. as well. A little more local yes. uh, for the Pittsburgh area. It is, once again, time for Picklesburg. Picklesburg is the culinary celebration. Culinary. Culinary. (laughs) Culinary? Culinary? I say culinary, but, you know, go ahead. I like culinary. Do what's in your heart, Adam. Culinary. Yeah. That feels right. That's what we're going with. The culinary celebration of the pickle. Okay. Obviously, Heinz has a corner of the pickle market. Yeah. And obviously, Heinz is a cornerstone of Pittsburgh. Right. As noted by the fact that they were based in Pittsburgh. Still based? I don't know or care. <laughs> I know production isn't based here anymore. No, production but, isn't here anymore. I don't know if the office is They, they may here. have been bought out by Unilever like every other American company. Right. It's, yeah. They they were once a cornerstone. Now that's just, yeah, okay. Right. Hines. <laughs> it was either that or they were bought out by Raytheon. Yeah, it doesn't they, they, yeah. yeah, some sort of conglomerate. <laughs> yeah, some, some kind of conglomerate that doesn't sound like they make food. <laughs> right, exactly. Chemical United. <laughs> so, Picklesburg, you've heard of it? Uh, actually, I really haven't. Oh, okay. Well, it's a celebration of the pickle. Okay. A culinary yeah. celebration of the pickle. Yeah. Uh, there will be several food vendors there, but we're not going to talk about that. If you want pickled ice cream, you can get that. Hooray. If you want deep fried pickles, of course you're going to have that. All that stuff. You want it, you go get it. That's not what we're going to talk about. Okay. We're going to talk about the pickle beers. Hooray. And I pic- guess. I don't I don't know why I'm hooraying that. I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> and, and the pickle drinks. There are uh, other pickle drinks that will be there as well. Like I'll- Sonic? <laughs> like the Sonic slushes? Uh, is that a real thing? Yeah. I just assumed that was a joke. No, those are real. Really? Yeah. Gross. <laughs> why is that gross? I just assumed that was a joke. No. Yeah. I drink pickle juice out the jar sometimes. Yeah, there's a difference between drinking pickle juice and yeah. having a pickle slushy. Why? It's just pickle juice on ice. No, I, I understand <laughs> the concept. But to me, drinking the pickle juice is kind of a, you know, it, it it's finishing the job. Okay. Of the, of the pickle jar. Okay, I understand. You know, and you can learn to enjoy that. I get that. However, a, a pickle slushy? 
where you specifically go there for a treat, and yeah. you decide that my treat is going to be leftover pickle juice yeah. on ice? Yeah. No. I'm All sorry. Right. Whatever. No. I like to flick pickle juice onto my sandwiches. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. Don't throw it out or I'll hurt your lizards. What? <laughs> it's a good Hannibal bit. All right. <laughs> Burris, not Lecter, I assume. Yes. Okay. So, there are at least three breweries that will be represented at Picklesburg this year. Oh, good. Two from the state of Pennsylvania, one from the state of Ohio. Which one would you like me to start with? Wait, is it two from Pennsylvania, or is it one from New York and one from Pennsylvania? See, kind of both. Kind of both? Kind of okay. both. Because <laughs> I, I know one of them. Yes, yeah. and we'll start with that one, Southern Tier. Yes. Uh, my assumption is that's going to come from the local Pittsburgh brewery. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, I, I am maybe. making that assumption. That okay. way I'm not wrong. Fair enough. <laughs> so I'll, I will make that leap. I guess. <laughs> uh, but they will be making a dill pickle goza. That sounds about right. They've been they've been futzing around with gozas re- recently. Right. And uh, so they they have a dill pickle goza. They will be using dill, which makes sense. Doy. <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> a doy. Uh, and cucumber. Mm-hmm. A doy. That's the pickle base. <laughs> right. So, yes, they will be uh, having that available at Picklesburg. Okay. We'll cut over to Ohio, where the Great Lakes Brewing Company... Okay. We'll have a beer there of similar fashion. I couldn't find any information of what style it was going to be. All right. But I can't tell you that this is not the first time that they have produced a pickle beer. Okay. So, yes, they have produced one in 2014. It was the Dillhole IPA. Uh-huh. Yeah, you get it? Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be that same recipe, just reproduced, mm-hmm. or they're going in a whole new direction. Trying something. I, I don't know. Okay. I simply don't know. And, and the third one? The third one is the legitimate Pennsylvania brewery. Okay. Doc G's. Yeah. Out of Dubois. Yeah, I believe I already saw this on social media that was on tap at uh, House of a Thousand Beers in Wexford, Pennsylvania. I believe you are correct, yes. Yeah. So, uh, that beer is the Get Pickled Kolsch. Okay. It's makes Similar sense. to this, this kind of what beer. we're drinking right now. Yeah. Uh, that is brewed actually using cucumber. Uh-huh. Duh. And cantaloupe. Interesting. Yeah. I was kind of surprised by that one. I guess maybe it would add a little bit of sweetness. It's kind of weird that they wouldn't throw dill into it, though. Maybe they do, and they just don't list it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe Yeah. Maybe there's some sort of spice or something that they're not talking about. Uh, right. It's, what, what do they call that? Um, proprietary. A proprietary blend. Fair enough. Lemon herbs and spices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, on top of that, on top of the beers, there's actually going to be an entry from Wiggle Whiskey as well. That makes sense. They they have crazy whatever the fuck's going on with them. Well, exactly. <laughs> and they will have the you de pickle. You de pickle? You de pickle. You de pickle? The smell of pickle. Yeah. Is it a gin or is it a whiskey? It comes in a bottle. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what I asked, but okay. I know that because I don't know the answer. Okay. I just got you de pickle. Okay. I, I laughed at that and then I stopped researching. <laughs> I laughed and then I just stopped reading. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, okay. It wasn't beer, so I didn't care that much. Yeah. But it's still neat. Right, right. So check it out. <laughs> so check it out. Try it out. Let, All us, right. let us know how it is. <laughs> or not. Or not. Who cares? <laughs> Pickles Burger will be over in the weekend. Who cares? <laughs> so that is. Did you have a good time? It doesn't matter. I didn't go. <laughs> Actually, I am going. I know you're going. Yeah, I'm I going. Yeah. So, And I assume I'm going to have a good time. Yeah, so why don't you make a report and come back and tell us? I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going in the field to not do that. (laughs) At least figure it out if it's gin, vodka, or whiskey. Yeah, I can at least do that. Yeah, I can make that happen. All right. So, yeah, check it out. All right. What do you think about this this farmhouse ale, this kosh? 
kind of wish it had some cucumber in it. I mean, it would probably make it a little more interesting. I, it would. It's just this beer is really neutral. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're into that kind of thing, but that's okay. That's sure, okay. if you say so. I it is. I think it's okay to have kind of a baseline beer. Yeah, it's fine it's to just, have a baseline beer. It, just it, a drinker. It's yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's not some. It's not something I would seek out. No, I wouldn't seek it out either. However, if somebody handed me one, I would no, have no problem with it. Yes. All right. Yeah. If somebody handed me this beer, I would have no problem right. drinking it. If it was in a cooler with, you know, a Miller and, you know, whatever trash. Right. I would pick this over that. Yes. It definitely beats the Keystone Light. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just a very neutral beer that uh, I don't uh, particularly have any real strong thoughts about it. okay i've never felt more neutral about anything in my life tell my wife i said hello <laughs> that's one beer down from flying fish all right it's okay <laughs> yeah pretty much it's a beer it's a beer it has not killed us yet so bonus points on that one yeah oh we'll be back in segment two with another beer from flying fish out of summerdale new jersey Check this out. There's a Seattle company called Devor that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Devor gets the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark, New Zealand, Belgium, and of course, everywhere in the US. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. And right now, anyone who signs up with the code HOPNATION can save $10 off their order of over $25. That's T-A-V-O-U-R dot com, Tavor. Welcome back to episode 69 of the Hulp Nation USA podcast. That's the Jared Allen episode. Don't know who that is. He was a defensive player for the Vikings for the longest time. Was he on, like, the Purple Peter... No. Yeah, Purple Peter Eater. Fucking (laughs) goddammit. No. No, he was not. (laughs) No, he was just a Viking that you know of? Correct. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) No. I only know two things about the Vikings. Okay. Uh, One, the Purple People Leader line. I don't even know who was on it. I just know it was a thing. Yeah. And then I know that Brock Lesnar got kicked off the... He did, yeah. (laughs) That's it. That's about... And they've lost four Super Bowls. Sure. Similar to the Bills. Sure. Gary Anderson screwed them out of going to the Super Bowl about 20 years ago. Eh, don't care. (laughs) Just telling you. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Tell somebody else. <laughs> I kind of am. It's a podcast. Anybody can hear this if they wanted to. All right. Well, I hope somebody learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely enough, we're actually going to be talking about Minnesota twice, both this segment and next segment. Okay. Don't you know. Which is weird. So the loot of Fisk. But for now, we're still in New Jersey. Mm. And we have a new beer from Flying Fish. Mm. It's the Daylight Savings IPA. Hmm. Give me some numbers on this. So this is going to be a 4.9% session ale. Okay. I think that's like right on the cusp of being a session ale. Right. But right. That's, what that, that's what they call it. They they're call going, it a session ale. They're going deep into the session. Yeah. And unlike the first one that spent the time to narrow it down to the 10th percentile, mm-hmm. uh, this is just 50 IBUs. No, just 50. So they didn't care. It's about 50. <laughs> Whatevs. Yeah. yeah. They didn't care to narrow it down for you. <laughs> Sorry. It is... Uh, brewed with a base Pilsner and Vienna malt. Okay. So this might be a little darker. And it has Warrior, Asaka, and Citra hop. Oh, Citra. Why am I not surprised by that? <laughs> Most used hop in the world. <laughs> or America. Or whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you think. 
Was that like the general dollar version of <laughs> The Rock? What the hell was that? I don't know. <laughs> this is verbal diarrhea. <laughs> I want to see if we can see how many episodes in a row we can string together with a wrestling reference in it. I'm pretty sure we're up to 69 at this point in time. No, I don't think so. No, we definitely have breaks in there. Well, I know that we're up to two. Yeah, we're up to two now. So, yeah. Because obviously last week we had conversations about that. Yeah, streaks alive. That's right. So I want to see see if I can sneak it in there. Is this going to be the Goldberg streak? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, starting a Goldberg streak. Which is actually now the Oscar streak. Really? Yeah, she has, she has the most wins undefeated, I believe. I mean... I within, just, within the modern era, I, I assume Bruno San Martino has like... I a, assume that as well. I don't yeah. know, some stupid, like, old wrestler. <laughs> right. When it was the WWWF. Or back when it was just carnies, like, <laughs> strangling... Uh, <laughs> see, that's the thing a lot of people don't know about wrestling. It had roots with carnies. Right. And they used to just legit hurt people in the audience. <laughs> it's the best shit in the world. I picture that there is somebody out there that would be willing to redo that, just have carny wrestling. Oh, yeah. I'll bet. guarantee I bet. it. Not even, not even like the, the indie stuff today. Yeah. But I'm talking like legitimate carny wrestling. Yeah, the, the legit like catch, like catch style wrestling that like Carl Gotch did mm-hmm. uh, and George Hackenschmidt. The problem is, is like you have to sign all kinds of releases and stuff now. True. Back in the day, it was just like one carny tapped you on the shoulder to let the barker know. Mm-hmm. That hey this you know this dummy here is going <laughs> to climb in the ring with this you know German <laughs> killing machine that's going to stretch you out and tear your ankle apart. <laughs> you saw <laughs> in the overalls with a dusty face. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, carnies. Yeah, small great hands. people. Great small, people. <laughs> small hands, smell like cabbage. <laughs> this beer, on the other hand, does not smell like cabbage. No, no, it, it does smell. Uh, very fruitfully of hops. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the book, it is very similar to the last beer we had. A skosh darker. Yeah, just a little bit darker. And uh, the head dissipated a little bit quickly. But other than that, it's kind of like the the younger brother. Yeah, yeah. But it definitely sets itself apart on that nose because the nose is just, just hop city. Yeah, let's do it. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, yeah, you don't like it and I'm just, eh, it's an it's, IPA. I would admit, I it. It tastes a little thin to me to get into the actual beer rather than just saying it's an IPA. I'm not a fan. It doesn't seem a little thin to me. Yeah, it is very thin, and it has... Uh, I guess I thought you would like this a little bit more because it does dissipate really quickly on the back. It does, but it kind of has that same dryness to it that the farmhouse ale did on the backside. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I, there's just not much to remark about this beer. It's it'll get you drunk. Not really. It's only four nine. <laughs> you gotta earn it, but you gotta earn it. <laughs> it'll get you drunk ten minutes quicker than a uh, than a Pabst Blue Ribbon would. Yeah, time is money, man. Okay. <laughs> so why would you be drinking a four nine beer if time is money? Why drink a four three when you can have a four nine? <laughs> uh, okay. Living that baller life. Something about the hops in it. Don't. It, it's not like fresh. It's not fresh. It's not fruity. It's not yeah. earthy. Yeah. It's not nothing. Yeah. It's just like it's just like a mild bitterness, and it, there's not. A, I don't know. The maltiness doesn't provide any kind of sweetness or anything. It's. It's like a disgruntled middle manager. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't. Uh, Where it's just very plain Jane, but it's just not particularly pleasing. If you want to go as far as this. <laughs> 
this is the one way I have found it to be like good mm -hmm. is you have to like you have to open your nose and smell while you're drinking. I'll have to try that. Well, I'm not suggesting it to you. Well, go ahead and do it, but <laughs> it's like that's the only way you gotta get the the best notes of the hops. Gotcha. Otherwise, like on drinking, it's just bitter. On the nose, it's you know a little bit better. Mm, doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, doesn't really work for me either. Go get them next time. Yeah, get them with something else maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So I guess we'll move on. Yes, let us. Yeah. Uh, this week, I have a interesting topic. It started as a news story, mm -hmm. but I wanted to expand a little bit more on it because I thought you would have some insight and i have opinions <laughs> okay well i mean that is a podcast staple yeah that is a podcast staple i have opinions about this but it was recently reported in the post gazette or whatever i don't know <laughs> some <laughs> local rag yeah some local rag somebody uh reported on that uh, there's an event coming to north park yeah and it's uh, august 17th to 18th and it's called camp trogues i saw that yeah so it is basically adult summer day camp, and uh, for a hundred and fifty dollars yeah. for the two days, yeah, you too can run around with your twenty-one to thirty-three aged friends. <laughs> I guess they're gonna let some old people in there. I guess so. Yeah, and uh, you can do zipline courses and rope walking and arts and crafts and kayaking and geocaching. And have a nice barbecue dinner. Or. <laughs> or. <laughs> or. Okay, so I think I already know where you're leaning on this. <laughs> right. Um, for $150, you do get some Trogues beer, but that's an indeterminate amount. It didn't sound like as much Trogues beer as you want. <laughs> Did they say anything of what kind of Trogues beer or just Trogues beer? Is it like this, the basic stuff? I think I think it's going to be kind of whatever they bring, you know. Uh I, for some reason, I think I read that the Perpetual IPA was there. Okay. So if I have that, I had the Dreamweaver. Yeah, yeah. So so probably a lot of the staples. I mean, cool. I would hope. I would hope if you're going to have geocaching that yeah. you would find beers. Like, that's adult Easter egg hunting right. is what it is. Right, You know? On top of that, you also get a drawstring bag, a t-shirt, and a bandana. Bandana. Yeah great <laughs> you want me to get into this yeah i do i because i wanted to bring up the phenomenon in general because there's there's actually a number of these other events like in terms of adult summer camp yeah adult summer camp with beer with drinking right which i have no problem with that okay i just have a particular problem with it seems way too goddamn expensive for one i have multiple <laughs> issues and that is one of them yeah so okay let, let me throw a couple other events out to you because yes. i because i did some research i looked into some other events that are happening uh another one and it's actually happening this weekend uh it's July 21st, but then there's another one July 28th. Okay. Uh, it's out. It's outside of Philly. It's like west of Philly, north of Wilmington. Okay. Chad's Ford, PA. Never heard of it. Perhaps some of our friends in New Jersey have. They seem close Perhaps. enough. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it's called the Camp Chadsford, okay. which is happening at the Chadsford Winery. Okay. Which is grape water. <laughs> grape water. <laughs> For our New Jersey friends. Grape water. I'm just going to be hammering that all week. I'm all right with that. So this one is 65 bucks, and it's a one-day thing. Okay. Uh, it's going to feature wine, obviously, mm -hmm. from the winery. Uh, there's going to be cocktails. 
and there's going to be another craft brewery there called Locust Lane. Okay. Yeah, they're out of Malvern, PA. Never heard of it. Uh, again, sort of north of <laughs> it's in the area, right? You know, the Philadelphia area, southeast Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Again, this it sounds like a lot of money for not a lot going on. Right. It's also interesting because 65 gets you everything. 55 is the designated driver ticket. What? Yeah. So you're getting $10 with a beer. So they're so they're really banking that the archery and the barbecue dinner is it, worth that much. It's not. I don't think so. It's really not. <laughs> I Yeah. So there's that one. So far all we've talked about is day camps. Right. There's another one in September. Okay. And this is uh, being held by a Fair State Brewing Co-op. All right. Which sounds like yeah. <laughs> sounds like somebody who would hold an adult summer camp. Right. I'm trying. I'm trying my hardest not to criticize the infantile nature of this because mm-hmm. I think that's what I kind of feel that way. But again, I'm a bit of a hypocrite if I'm criticizing that way because I just sit around and play video games. So. Right. And drink beer. Right. <laughs> However, it doesn't cost you sixty-five dollars for a day. Yeah. I just I just feel like I, it seems like such an infantile like we're gonna go to summer camp and we're gonna do arts and crafts and it is it is so the Ferris State Brewing Co-op in Minneapolis Minnesota is having their own uh, September seventh to the ninth so this one's an actual overnight camp so you say it was the seventh through the ninth yeah okay yeah I still have a problem with that and I'll explain to you why you'll have an even bigger problem with it okay. when I when I get through this because it's four hundred and fifty dollars for <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's four hundred and fifty dollars for the overnight summer camp. Holy shit! And it gets better. That only gets you group sleeping. What? You, you know how a bunkhouse works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get bunkhouse accommodations. Ah. <laughs> so you're sleeping with a bunch of strangers. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. For four hundred and fifty dollars. <sighs> Just so you can drink beers and run your little rope courses and mm-hmm. do some archery. So l- let me let me explain my distaste for these. Okay. And I think it's a little bit different from what you have in your head. Mm-hmm. Here, here's my thought. The cost is one thing. Yeah. They now obviously these are business ventures, so they got to eat too. Right. Exactly. I get that. Yeah, yeah. I accept that. I'm not even going to get into the cost thing. Yes, for me that would be too expensive to justify going and doing that. For me, my thought is, when I think summer camp, I don't think a weekend. I think a week. Right. Where that is your vacation. That is what you do. You go to summer camp for a week. Yeah. You fully immerse yourself into the summer camp. That is where you are. That is what you do. Not go for a weekend of, you know, fun time frolics. Yeah. (laughs) You can do that any weekend. You can do that anywhere. I think it's something that it has to become a destination for a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get that. And like I said, that's that's kind of why I feel like this plays into the infantile nature is because when I think of day camp, I think of when you're too young, right, to to stay out by yourself. Right. You know, you you go to day camp because it's like it's basically daycare. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's just outside. Yeah. That's why it just doesn't jive with me. Just it's no, it doesn't. It's it, just cringy, and especially because like back to the camp trogs. Mm-hmm. One of the promo pictures is this dude that looks basically like us. Yeah. He has a beard, and <laughs> he's yeah. a grown-ass adult, and he has a little trogue's crown that he made at his arts and crafts studio. <sighs> I, you know what? I'm, I'm not even going to... Yeah, it is a little bit cringy. Yeah. Look, 
people do what you enjoy or whatever. I'm right. just saying. Live and let live. This is it's way too much money, and it's just to do that kind of goofy shit. <laughs> um, since we're going back to the Camp Trogs, yeah. I'll go back to my original gripe with that. It's in North Park. Right. There's no isolation. Yeah. You you can't fully immerse yourself. Yeah, again, you're you're safe. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's day camp. Yeah. You can't fully immerse yourself into the experience at North Park. Right. Because the ropes course is right next to the main road. The the boathouse and the lake is right next to the road. And so there's going to be quote unquote outsiders coming in all the time. So you can't fully immerse yourself with everybody who is there for summer camp. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's going to be joggers, and there's going to be, like, people with dogs just right. running through. And, and you're just going to have the feeling that I just paid $150 to go drink in a park. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> which is, which, you may actually be roped off like cattle. Possibly. Considering the drinking element. Right, right. So, yeah. Because you don't want you don't want some, you know, 16-year-old kid to wander exactly, in. Exactly, like, oh, yeah. good, trogues. Yeah, right. And they get hammered up. Yeah. Yeah, it, if you're going to do it, you can't half-ass it like that. You have to you have to fully immerse yourself. You have to. I don't want to say isolate yourself because that's. I don't think that's. Correct. No, you no no. You can go with a group of people. Right, but what I mean is, I think you 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 have to set it up at an actual summer camp. Right. There are hundreds out there in America. Yeah, and, and there are legitimate like adult summer camps that happen at actual camps. Right. To me, that would be the only way I would find it acceptable is to do that. Do it that way. You can fully immerse yourself in the camp experience. You can be there for four days or a week or whatever it is, because it's gonna take you at least a day or two to fully get you know acclimated to that. Yeah. And a weekend of drinking in a park and swinging on a rope. <laughs> <sighs> I, I don't buy it. So, okay, so you said that, like, you have to get a full camp experience to be, like, totally behind it. Yes. I have a counterpoint to this. Okay. Because I did, I did find one event that I would actually go to because it seemed enjoyable. Okay. Uh, Sierra Nevada. Of course. They put on their beer camp. Okay. And beer camp is a lot more like an outdoor beer festival Okay. Rather than a summer day camp. Okay. It's an outdoor beer festival. They have, like, multiple beers there. They they even bring out special collaboration beers for the festival itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, they bring out other things. Like, it's not just, like, some uh, kind of communal dinner that you have at the end of the night. Okay. It seems like they have food trucks running all day. They have DJs playing music all day. And then, you know, yes, they also have the summer camp activities Right. But the other thing they also did is, like, they seem to tailor theirs more towards beer. Mm -hmm. So they have keg bowling. They have cornhole. They have uh, hammerschlagen. Hammerschlagen. Also known as stump in this part of the woods. Okay, all right. All right. (laughs) Goddamn bumpkins. (laughs) Just for a quick explanation, hammerschlagen, also known as stump, (laughs) is when there's just a bunch of nails half driven into a stump. And then you try to drive them all the way with the wrong side of the hammer. See, I've played stump a different way. You've thrown it in the fucking air, yep. you asshole. <laughs> yes, I have. That's uh, why it's called stump in this area. <laughs> and the number of rotations you get equals the number of swings that you can take with the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it just seems like Sierra Nevada has a little bit of better mm. handle on it. So I think a better way of, of explaining 
uh, the day camp versus the long term camp mm-hmm. is I'll, I'll go with a similar similar type events, okay. but are completely different. But I think it's a little more relatable. Music festivals. Yeah, I'll, I'll take two examples: Vans Warp Tour. Yeah, versus Bonnaroo. Okay, Vans Warp Tour. You show up, you have fun, you go home. Right. Bonnaroo. You show up Thursday morning. You're there for four days. Everybody there kind of gets to know your neighbors. You kind of get to you know get get into the vibe of things. Right. You get immersed. Right. You get fully immersed. It, it would be the same thing with these with these summer camps. I think you have to have that immersion. Yeah, and I think I think that the one in Minneapolis, the Fair State Brewing Co-op, is putting on that will give you the immersion because mm-hmm. it's a three-day, you know, two-night, three-day overnight. Right. You'll get some of that immersion. So, but not enough. But well, but the but on that one is it's a, only a weekend and it's four hundred and fifty dollars. There's a lot of better ways I can spend four hundred fifty dollars in a weekend. Bonnaroo, <laughs> and you get four days and you get right. actual music. Like as far as I can tell, like the White Stripes aren't pay- playing this uh, co-op. I would uh, assume not. Yeah, <laughs> right. I would assume not. You're not going to see Metallica or the Beatles or, <laughs> well, John the. Uh, Paul McCartney is what we saw. But. I was saying, if you saw John Lennon, I, <laughs> I was going to be upset that I wasn't told about this beforehand. If you do enough drugs, you'll see John Lennon. <laughs> and there's plenty of that there, too. That's yeah, true. Yeah, I, I just kind of want to get your barometer on this, because I know you have, a, you have a very different relationship with the outdoors than I do. True. I go, I go into it once in a while. Right. You go into it. You actually enjoy being in it. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Whereas I, I just think everybody's doing baby town frolics. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we we both don't like them. <laughs> we Yeah, we both agree that it needs improvement, but I think for slightly different reasons. Mm-hmm. Again, like I said, I like the Sierra Nevada uh, concept. Right. Because it is one day. Also, uh, it was only 25 bucks to get in. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's way better. Yeah, that's way better. And then you just bought beer tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so that, yeah, that's it's such a it's such a better model. Mm-hmm. Like it's cheaper. It's it seems more fun because it seems like they have a lot more packed in. Right. And like you don't have like the thing is if you go to one of these summer day camps, you basically have to do the summer day camp activities to get your money's worth. Right. Like you have to do arts and crafts and the rope course. Right. I assume half the people would completely bypass the arts and crafts stuff, or completely bypass the ropes course stuff. Right. And, and at which point, if you don't do that, you don't get your money's worth. Unless you bring, like, a team-building <laughs> exercise. Oh. <you> know. <laughs> oh. Come on, Karen. You can do it. We believe in you. <laughs> All right. Well, if you think we're both just being old, cranky men. <laughs> Back in my day. You can just get in touch with us on Twitter or uh, email or whatever the hell we use. Damn it, that sounds like an old man shit, too. <laughs> you just lean into it at this point. Yeah. Just go all the way. And we didn't even get into the Instagram side of things. Well, that's where half of this is going to be, is this Instagram pictures. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. It's just a bunch of girls with flower crowns. Flower and, crowns and, and big and floppy hats. Look what I'm doing. I'm adventurous. <laughs> with her 10,000 likes. Right. Yeah, exactly. 10,000 followers. Whatever. I don't know. This is young people shit anymore. I don't uh, know. <laughs> Welcome to Old Grumpy Man Podcast. <laughs> All right, we got to wrap this up. i got to be in bed by 8.15. <laughs> I already missed the earlier bird special. I'm going to miss the discount at Ponderosa. <laughs> is Ponderosa still a thing? Yeah. Where is there a Ponderosa? Places. Okay. Places right. with old people. <laughs> <laughs> Shuts down at 8.15. <laughs> Ain't got shit on Pizza Wagon, but it's around. Wait, where the hell is there a Pizza Wagon? Exactly. Only I have been the Pizza Wagon. <laughs> 
get you Shakey's. <laughs> I mean, can't. It's probably similar. Does Shakey's have fried chicken? I assume so. Great. I can't go on this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know how long it's been since I've been to a Shakey's? No. It was in the 90s. It was a different time. All right. Let's jump back to this flying fish. Daylight Savings IPA. Meh. Yeah, exactly. Meh. All right. That was easy. I've had better IPAs. I've had worse IPAs. Mm-hmm. I have had better IPAs. <laughs> right. Not quite top of the bell curve. No. Uh, I, get, I don't know. I need somebody else's opinion on it. <laughs> I, I and I can't give it to you. Yeah, we yeah we need a we another need another IPA drinker here to. I am not that person. Sorry, I'm not. No, okay. I'm, I'm apologizing to the audience, oh. not you. Say, <laughs> so why are you apologizing to me? I know where I stand on this. Yeah, we know you. <laughs> it's just yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something, but I don't think I am. Not only you are. Yeah, and I definitely won't be missing something if I never had it again. Fair point. All right. Well, on that note. Let's take a break. Let's get reloaded. Let's do segment three. We are fucking assholes, and you're an asshole too. That is why we started up this podcast just for you. If you are offended, if we make you want to cry, you're the reason why we shout who invited this guy. Who invited this guy? This guy, I'm Danny T. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And we are glad you're here with us right now because we would love to tell you more about our show, Potsy. Every week we tear down stuff that pisses us off in the world. We talk about a new topic every week, and Josh is going to tell you what those topics are. Anal leakage, scrotum shaving, colon cancer, midgets, mass murder of lightning bugs, fat people, alcohol abuse, genital warts, Eric farting, pissing into empty beer cans, constant crickets, road rage, full frontal nudity, circumcision, pedophile priests, and tinfoil hats. Woo! <laughs> so check us out on iTunes or Podbean. You can also check us out over on Instagram at WITGpod. And as always, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Welcome back, Hop Nation citizens. Are they citizens? Yeah. Are we a sovereign nation? Yes. Cool. <laughs> I, I declared it. Okay. I was by myself and I just yelled it out one day. <laughs> I declare sovereignty. <laughs> I declare sovereignty! Oh yeah, sovereignty. Sovereign. Sovereignty. Yeah, no, I don't know where you... <laughs> I don't know, man. It's past day 15, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> so, we're back. Yes. And we're on to our third beer from Flying Fish. Yes. Tell us about it, Adam. So the third beer that we are drinking is the Exit 3 Blueberry Braggot. Mm-hmm. It is a honey ale uh, brewed with blueberries. Okay. Uh, the reason you can tell that is because that's the title of the beer. Good. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so for a little bit of information, it features local blueberries. Blueberries. Blueberries? Blueberries. Uh, technically, they that, are blueberries. That, that does seem appropriate. Yeah. Uh, and what they tell you is, on the first sip, you will note a light sweetness along with citrus notes, followed by a well-rounded malt character. It's a braggot. Comes in at 15%. Okay. That's what you need to know. Okay. Tastes like blueberries going to punch you in the mouth. Gotcha. Just to remind folks at home, braggots are honey ales that are kind of a blend. Like they're halfway in between mead and beer correct <laughs> like that's the best way to explain them they're halfway between mead and beer that's pretty much it and we'll get it out of the way right away we understand braggot rhymes with a funny word but we're not going to say it we just you know it's just not 
appropriate to go around saying maggot. I know. Everybody's going to make those on, assumptions man. that because you drink braggots that you're a maggot and that makes you a fan of Slipknot. Yeah. Come on, man. This is a classy show. Right. It's 2018. Not everybody is a fan of Slipknot just because they drink braggots. Right. It's not 2000 and late. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you a Fergie fan. Whatever. <laughs> How very 2000 late of you. <laughs> what as? Uh, is this where I say Fushizi and then move on? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My, I, I have too many head injuries to remember too far back. So. And I just never cared about trends? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you haven't. Earth 2, Adam, right. never caught on I, to I did. I did uh, discover this new band. Okay. Uh, they're called the, the Foo Fighters. Yeah, great. Funny joke. Yeah, let's uh-huh. move on. <laughs> I'm listen, laughing. Listen, I liked it. I'm rolling on the ground. <laughs> I liked it. You're an asshole. <laughs> You're just figuring this out. No. Just reiterating for new <laughs> listeners. <laughs> so, uh, looking at this beer, it looks like honey, actually. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, it's uh, not very effervescent at all. No, it's really not. Um, I honestly am not surprised by that, though. No. And it's not terribly, like, translucent. Like, the last two beers were perfectly clear. You could see through to the other side. These have character. Or this beer has character. Yes. Okay, yeah. That's a good <laughs> good way to put it. Mm-hmm. This beer has character. It has a little bit of a little bit of haze, but it's still, you know, translucent enough yeah. that you can see through. Uh, yeah. On the nose, I get a little bit of booziness. A little bit of booziness and a lot more sweetness than yeah. booziness. Yeah, there's a lot more sweetness, but it's not like... I don't get blueberry. Per se. Eh, not really. No, I don't get blueberry, per se. I, I get more honey, actually. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. One way to find out if it delivers on the blueberry taste. Or if I'm just going to be mad for something in false advertising. <laughs> Would that one way be checking on tapped? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I, don't, I don't care what Simone <laughs> F. of Brooklyn wrote about this. <laughs> I want to find out if this tastes like blueberries. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> tastes like blueberries. A little bit, yeah. I got up in my nose. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. A little bit of that hotness got up in my nose. I'm okay with it. It's a, it's very, uh, not thick, but rich flavor. Yeah, it's rich. Yeah, it's very rich. It's giving me a little bit of the agita. The agita. The agita. 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 That would be... Well, bless you. <laughs> Acid reflux, my dude. All right. Yeah. I don't know, man. My heartburn. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. I like it. It... it I'm not getting as much blueberry, though, as I wanted, but that's okay. The one thing about this beer, just like on the look, yeah, it has character. Yeah, it does have character. It does, I mean, it delivers on the 15%, at least. Mm-hmm. It delivers on the honey flavor, but I, I'm not getting a lot of blueberry. I'm kind of okay with that, although I don't like beers that false advertise. I get that. But I'm okay with it because it doesn't taste like wild blue. So <laughs> That's the gold standard of bad beer. Yeah. Uh, it's actually off the market now, too. Good. They got rid of it, I believe. Good. So, yeah. They learned their lesson. <laughs> they learned to stop poisoning people. Right. Well, so, it is time. Time for what, Adam? I don't know. Segment three. Oh. <laughs> you got all excited to present something, I thought. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Usually when Michael Buffer says, it's time, <laughs> he has a little bit more to add on. Nope. Okay. I, I like to think that he just stands in his living room every once in a while and yells that. Okay. And then starts the vacuum cleaner. Fair enough. <laughs> it's time! <laughs> so, yes, I do have a segment three for us. Good. I figure we could go back to Beerify. All right. Now, 
we're in the middle of the summer. True that. And aside from day camps <laughs> and uh, pickles. And taking millennials' money. Yeah, and take, <laughs> taking millennials' money and sounding like old grandpaps. <laughs> what do you think of when you think of summertime? The county fair. Yes, you got it right. I know. <laughs> it's almost like I prepped you. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the notes. Possibly even a state fair. Oh, or a state fair, yeah. Or state a, or county, it doesn't or matter. a community fair, perhaps? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm thinking we want to stick more to county and state. We want bigger fairs because we want the big crazy foods. We want the big, you know, county or uh, smaller than a county. You're looking at, you know. Uh, I'll give you one exception to that. Okay. Bloomsburg. The Bloomsburg Fair. Okay, what about it? It's wild and crazy and stupid. <laughs> I saw a clown rip a phone book in half once there. <laughs> I think you just saw a junkie have a freak out. <laughs> no, no, he had a truck and everything. Oh, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it had his face on the side of the truck. That still doesn't mean anything. Plenty of carnies have put their face on stuff. It was Buffo the Clown. Okay, cool. The world's strongest clown. <laughs> God, <laughs> what it must have been like growing up to be like you. I was in college. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, I thought instead of talking about the Bloomsburg Fair. And Buffo, the world's strongest clown. Right. Buffo, the world's strongest junkie with grease paint on his face. <laughs> How do you get here? I don't like this phone book. I'm going to rip this in half. <laughs> Uh, I thought we could actually look at uh, probably the biggest, most well-known fair, the the Minnesota one. Uh, it happens over Labor Day weekend, Makes sense. August 23rd to the September 3rd, and it's usually pretty famous for being one of the, the state fairs that comes out with all the crazy damn food. Right. Like deep-fried Kool-Aid. Right. Exactly. So I thought maybe we could take a look at some of those. Okay. And then we'll do, this will be a beer segment, mm -hmm. and we'll see if we can either A, come up with a beer recipe right. from some of these new crazy-ass foods, right? <laughs> or B, we can introduce our own, because going back to Picklesburg, I believe a pickle beer was first introduced at the Minnesota, uh, Minnesota Fair. That would make sense. So I we, we reported on that. Reported, like we're journalism. That's right. <laughs> uh, but we did say that. Fresh right. from the field, our field correspondent. Yeah. I, I, we, we, we talked about it on a previous episode, though, and that pickle beers would probably come into fashion as they have now. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. The future is now. Yeah. So go back episodes, learn that, and then come back to this episode and go, oh, those guys are smart as fuck. <laughs> also true. Yeah. The Minnesota Fair is so big. How big is it? Shut up. <laughs> that... They already have menu items listed for the upcoming fair. Oh, okay. To get people pumped. So we have a, we have a preview list. Yeah. We have a bit of a preview list to get people pumped. Nice. For what you can stuff your dumb fat face with and have heartburn and like all kinds of other problems afterwards. Such as? So, new for 2018. There it is. Very nice. Uh, they have a turducken sausage sando. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, it, it's self-explanatory i think but you know mm -hmm. turkey chicken duck all ground up into a sausage that's awesome yeah turducken i'd be about it yeah same here uh they have a messy giuseppe a messy giuseppe a messy giuseppe what is a messy giuseppe well uh it is beef and pork fried up mm -hmm. basically fried up and then uh, put in the marinara sauce oh and then served on two big uh, italian loaves of bread 
Loaves of bread. It was, well, not an entire loaf, but... <laughs> they just slop it on top of a loaf. Yeah. Here, eat this. They, they, cut off, they cut off slices of bread. Right. But, you know, it's basically just a big old sloppy joe, but made with, you know, Italian things. I like that. Yeah. There's the barbecue split. What is the barbecue split? The barbecue split is basically trying to mimic a, uh, you know, banana split sundae. But it's mac and cheese for a scoop, mm-hmm. pulled pork for a scoop, and then coleslaw for a scoop. And then uh, it's got a pickle spear. Back to the pickles. See, well, for that, I, I think you'd go with like a sausage. You'd think. You'd split a sausage instead of a pickle. They're not all winners. This like, isn't the most innovative one I no, saw. No. <laughs> Come on, Minnesota. I, well, you can't blame Minnesota. This is just people coming to Minnesota trying to show off their Yeah, first. but they let, them, they let them on the list. Yeah. I, I do like the... I like the compactness. I like that it just comes in a carrying tray that you no, can... No, I, I, I get that. I think I think it's a good execution, Yeah, but it can be better. It could be better. Otherwise, you can still just, you know, dig into it like a trough, like the fat pig you are. So, true. Yeah. Very true. Uh, they also have pepperoni chips. Pepperoni chips. Which is basically just slices of pepperoni fried until they're hard. So, I would be all about <laughs> that because I will be perfectly honest. Whenever I get a pizza, yeah. one of the, the slight delights... Is when you get a piece of pepperoni, Crisp, yeah, the crispy, the crispy pepperoni. pepperoni. Yeah, yeah, it's good. That, that's always a nice little pop of, yeah. of you know goodness. Well, this is all crispy pepperoni. Man, that's awesome. And then you get a little cup of nacho cheese. Shit, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now, what if you could dip it in marinara instead? Ah, uh, you could probably ask, or you just get a messy Giuseppe and go along with it. Son of a bitch. And you can put some of those crispy peps on the uh, messy Giuseppe. I really hope those two booths are right next to each other. <laughs> I don't want to walk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they also have tater kegs. Tater kegs. Tater kegs, which are, I'm just doing it from memory, but I believe they're extra large tater tots that are filled with corned beef and sauerkraut, and they come with a Reuben dipping sauce. So I'm really glad that they're putting stuff in the middle because if they just made giant tater tots... You know, like a tater tot the size of a potato. Right. <laughs> There's so many extra steps. I know. Yeah, it, yeah. just make the potato. <laughs> right. But fortunately, they, they're adding extras in there. So pe- pe- People like the crumbly. That is they, true. They, they, they like the crumbly texture of a tater tot. I guess. Yeah, I like that. All of those are, I don't know. I don't think they'll work. I don't think they'll work for a beer. No. I did come across two that I think they would. Go on. And this is getting into the goofy-ass desserts. <laughs> See, that's, I think that's where you're going to make your nut, is in the dessert aisle. Yeah. So, uh, the one that stu- one of the ones that stood out to me, it's called the Mango Nada Ice. Mango Nada Ice. Mango Nada. What is it? Uh, it's basically a slushy. Well, mm-hmm. like an old-school ice cone. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, but it's made in the style of what's called a Mango Nada. Mango Nada is a Mexican drink. Okay. It's made with uh, chamoy, which is a Mexican sauce that's made from, like, uh, stone fruits and peppers. Oh, so it's like a dessert sauce. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's, like, blended up. So it's that on top of mangoes and chilies, and uh, usually tamarind's also involved. I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's absolutely no way nobody could fuck up, uh, like, a milkshake IPA recipe with all that. Right. Like, I feel like we're easily going to see that yeah. within the next two weeks just because I talked about it. Right. You heard it here for, here first, yeah. folks. <laughs> it's probably already fermenting somewhere. Yeah, it's probably already fermenting somewhere. But, like, I feel like it just makes sense. It's mangoes. It's, you know, a little bit of pepper spice. Mm-hmm. You know, and it also has other herbs and spices. That makes it sense. It just makes sense to me. Yeah. 
So that one I don't want to talk too much about. Okay. The other Because it, it's too obvious. <laughs> right. The other one. The other one, the other thing I found, and it's probably the most interesting thing to me, because I am extra fat. <laughs> and this plays right into my extra fat life. Okay. Uh, smoked soft serve ice cream. Say that entire thing again. Smoked uh-huh. soft serve ice cream. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm intrigued. <laughs> I started uh, salivating just a little bit, saying it twice. <laughs> it does sound pretty good. So it's it's smoked, as in put in a smoker. So the way uh, the way it works is ingredients are cold smoked uh-huh. before they're added into the soft serve. Uh, they have two they have two flavors. One is uh, a cold brew, and the other is muscovado vanilla. Muscovado vanilla. Right. So we had this on uh, two episodes ago with Dennis. In the decadent orange creamsicle, yes, yes, they yes, had yes, they yes, had yes, the yes, yes. blend of uh, sugars, mm-hmm. uh, turbinado and muscovado were two of them. I remember that now. And coconut sugar was the other one, right? Uh, but yes, this is using muscovado sugar, which is a uh, it, it, it's kind of like a dark, rich uh, brown sugar. Okay. And they smoke it, and they cold smoke it. Cold smoke. Cold smoke. What is a cold smoke? So I know I, I've been saying it over and over. Cold smoking is. Any kind of smoking that's done under 100 degrees. Oh, so, so like really long term. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Uh, the regular regular hot smoking, as we think of it, anytime you're smoking meats or anything, is usually done at a temperature of 165 and above. Mm-hmm. That kills the bacteria and everything. Right. But when we're talking about using muscovado sugar or coffee beans, which is the other flavor... Uh-huh. You don't have to worry about bacteria infecting this stuff. Makes sense. For the most part. I mean, unless you really mishandle them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Start whipping them at hobos. Yeah. So the way cold smoking works is rather than uh, your ingredients being in the smoke box, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with whatever's wood chips you're burning or whatever it is, it's actually off to the side of the smoker. Oh. And then the smoke is pushed through. Okay. Like, like you have the smoke box by itself, and the smoke is pushed through to where your ingredients are. Aha. Okay. So obviously, it's going to be a bit under a hundred, you know, a bit under mm-hmm. that hundred degree mark. Right. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I just learned it today too. Neat. But that's why I think it's the most interesting thing. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And I haven't. I, I even did research into trying to see if I could find a beer that's using cold smoke at the moment because there's plenty of smoked beers out there. Mm-hmm. But as I'm reading this, I'm just thinking of those decadent ales because also the the double toasted marshmallow I also believe uses right. that uh, that blend of turbinado and muscovado. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking like, what if you smoke the sugar before you put it in the beer? We what can, if I <laughs> we can make that happen? What if I had to go keto? <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to have any of it. <laughs> I feel that there would be an exception for that one. Yeah, that's cheat day all day. Oh, yes. As I'm just sitting there thinking about how fat I want to be right. and eating smoked serve ice cream, then I'm thinking about how do I make uh, smoked soft serve ice cream beer. Well, I think it, it, obviously this is the avenue we're going to go down. Honestly, I already had this you know recipe in mind oh, before okay. we got on the show. Okay, then fire away. Uh, well, I mean, not the full recipe, but I had the intention of making this the recipe. Gotcha. Okay. The other thing I want to point out is usually we make recipes that are undrinkable. I want this one to be <laughs> from, drinkable. From, from toxic <laughs> right. reasons. Right. This one, I actually believe we can make a legitimate beer 
uh, that we, you know, can enjoy. Yeah. And I think at some point we might actually try to brew this one rather than saying, uh, put George Washington's wooden teeth in a bowl or whatever. Right. I don't know. I don't yeah. care. Show's over. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get sandwiches. Yeah. So it's most obvious to me that to do a stout. Yes. That's what's most obvious to me. Right. However, having had these decadent ales... You could go into the IPA realm. You could go or, into... I'm sorry, the Lye yeah, PA realm. Yeah, let's go straight up Lye PA. Yeah. Let's go down that path. You want to go Lye PA? Let's go Lye PA. Okay. I, I feel that there is more there to explore. Okay. So, I I think what you want to do is you start with whatever this, the base IPAs are. And I feel like those decadent nails, because they're so thin on mm. what hot flavors you taste in them there's a good chance like they do nothing but dry hop yeah like we had the brute uh, at rock bottom last week and meg told us she only did one hop addition after flame out right and then everything else was dry hop i feel like these deck nails maybe are just all dry hop so what i'm hearing is you might want to do a cold smoke on the hops themselves mm, no really no no i think that's a different beer Okay. I think that's a different beer. No, I, I want to focus on cold smoking the sugars. Okay. Because when you would smoke the malt would be before you made your mash. Correct. With smoking these other flavors and these other things, they could go into the boil smoked. True. And I think that's going to give an, that might give an interesting step to it. And an interesting, yeah, an interesting flavor because it's being introduced at a different time. Everything else doesn't get introduced that way. Right. Well, then, I think we know what we have to do. Yeah. <laughs> that was easy. Yes, yes. So I think uh, I think it's best to just kind of start with a base IPA. Mm-hmm. I think you definitely kind of actually want to shoot for a double IPA. So it's going to be a bigger... Because all of those decadents are double IPAs. Yes. It, well, that makes sense because... You get that big malt. Right. A big malt, a big beer. This is obviously going to be a big beer. This is not just your run-of-the-mill IPA. Mm-mm. Uh, this is one that's going to have to be big and bold. It's going to be produced. You know, it has to be a production kind of thing. Right. You can't just. Well, yeah, it's going to be a production because you're, you're cold smoking now. <laughs> right, exactly. So I think after you get through the mash, obviously this has got to occur before you get to the boil. Mm-hmm. So it may be even something that you prepare right. even before you do your mash. I agree. But I, I would say take maybe like two pounds of like the Muscovado. Mm-hmm. And even take your lactose with it, because you're gonna. I mean, assuming it's gonna be like a milkshake IPA. Yeah. So yeah. take however much lactose you're adding. All of it. And you just cold smoke all that together. So I'm wondering, mm-hmm. and, and and I might be jumping ahead a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Is there a way that you could take the the smoke that's coming out of the smoker, and be able to pump it into the fermentation vessel? Um. Yeah, you totally could. Is that something worth uh, investigating? So I think in order to do that, you would have to have a conical uh, yes. fermenter. Yes. And you're going to run a hose that would run up underneath. I actually saw a conical over the weekend at uh, South Hills Brewing. This guy brought this one in that he just kind of inherited, and it was all plastic. Okay. It was very weird, but it came with its own stand, and it mm-hmm. had a spigot at the bottom right that you could connect pretty much you know any fitting to right well the reason behind that is that gets all the schmutz out first you just dump that and then the rest is just good beer yeah you could filter and then switch over to a different one and then Mm -hmm. use you know use the bottle or keg however right uh but yeah if you have a a conical one you can feed a hose up through the bottom 
and then pump your smoke through that way. I feel like if you tried to pump smoke on top of a carboy, it, it, would, it would just sit on the surface. Right, it's not going to work. You have to, you have, to have that penetration through. Right, it, it has to permeate. Yep. So I think that would be the way to, to do it is the conical. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, that, that sounds like, yeah, that's extra steps. That's more like having the tools. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, I, I, I think it's more feasible for anybody to be able to smoke their sugars, though. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it, assuming they have access to a smoker or right. smoke-producing <laughs> right, right. apparatus. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's more feasible. But yeah, you. I, I think it might be worth investigating as well as like pumping smoke into your ferment. I don't think you want to do that a lot. You don't want to no. super smoke no, it. No, no, no. But I think that, 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 that's the other thing. It also sounds like science that you're trying to get into because you want to figure out how much cubic it right. volume. <laughs> right. Yeah, you don't want to super smoke it. Yeah, how much cubic volume can I pump into this right. <laughs> liquid? Well, and that's the other thing is you have to worry about on the blow-off valve side of things too. Right. You know, you have to be able to. Well, no, well, no, not if you're on a conic uh, fermenter, because you might be able to just open the top. True. True. And then, and then it'd just be free to. That might be something that you do right before you bottle. Yeah, that that could be a post ferment. Right. Yeah. So the other thing about this uh, smoked soft serve ice cream was that it was also it comes with a bit of. Uh, doodads and jingle jangles and <laughs> of course uh but you can get uh you can get candy bacon with it of course uh, it comes topped with a toasted marshmallow of course so again if you're using those muscovado sugars that kind of jump right in there with that and you can also get them topped with bourbon soaked cherries so yeah. why don't we smoke the cherries not to, you don't have to, you're trying to smoke everything now. I want to smoke everything. <laughs> I was just going to suggest why not make an extract of cherries and bourbon. No, no. We're smoking all that, too. <laughs> we're smoking everything. Everything. You're going too far. <laughs> all of it. We're gonna, before we serve it, we're going to put the glass in the smoker. <laughs> we're going to set your house on fire. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is going to turn into a $250,000 glass of beer. But damn it. You're going to like it. I'm going to smoke the shit out of you. Snoop Dogg's going to be jealous. Oh, God. You're trying to... Too much. You want too much. Too much. Too far? Too far. Okay. Too far. I think just... Onesie twosies. Yeah, onesie twosies. Ease people into it. Yeah. Smoke your sugars. Create an extract of bourbon and cherries. Split your your recipe. Because the bourbon cherries are optional at the fair, so... So, are you willing to compromise on the bourbon? How's are, that? are you willing to do a uh, to filter the bourbon through to say, do a, to do a cherry smoked bourbon the way you would get at industry public house? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes. I, can, I can get behind that. All right. All right. I, I will accept that. All right. That I feel I feel that is a good compromise. All right. I feel that there are handshakes uh, required after the show. <laughs> uh, there will be a photo op. Were you watching like the Helsinki meeting or something? <laughs> Listen, we're not going to get into that shit show. I was just asking if you're watching. I no. didn't ask for a, 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 an editorial. Just, my editorial is there will be no editorial. <laughs> Can you give an editorial on this bracket? It's all right. Okay. I. You know what? I appreciate that it is something different. Yeah. I don't know that different means good. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It, I found it tiresome. When you say tiresome, do you just get tired of drinking it, or it made you tired? Because <laughs> it, it's boozy as fuck. <laughs> it is boozy as all hell. I don't know that by the end of the bottle I would enjoy it, or I would just have to get it done. Uh, okay, I, I see exactly what you're saying Where it would there. just kind of become a drag. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the problem with some of these really boozy beers is that it, it can be a drag to finish them. And I don't believe that is a knock on Flying Fish in and of itself. No. But, I mean, it's a big beer. Yeah. 15% will, will knock the shit out of you. Yeah, I don't this, care who you are. This is definitely a beer, and I'll agree with you on that. This should be shared. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. If you're going to have more than one of these... You're gonna be a mess by the end of the night. Yeah, if you're having more than one of these, I don't know, get help. Right. <laughs> Something I don't know. <laughs> right. But I, I completely understand because on the flip side, like I'm thinking of Dogfish Head, I can easily drink one of the worldwide stouts. Yeah. And I can e- easily drink a 120 minute. This not so much. However, this reminds me of the higher math. Okay. That we had in the higher math, like it was fun for a couple sips. But if you had to drink that entire bottle, and again, I think that beer is around 15%. Mm-hmm. If you had to drink that entire bottle, you get tired of it. Because right. it, it's just, like, it's too much, it's too heavy, it's too boozy, it's, eh. Yeah. I, it, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't taste good enough to drink that much of. Correct. Correct. And that's, and that's not to say that it's poorly executed or anything like that. It's just kind of in that area where if it's going to be boozy, now obviously 15% is a lot of alcohol. Yeah. But if you're going to do that, I think it got to go a little bit higher. Or go a little bit lower. Okay. <laughs> I think 15% is just in that dead area. Yeah. Uh, see, again, there's other beers that are kind of in this area, uh, but they're not braggots. That's the other thing that we're... That is we're, also true. We're not really touching on is, that, like, this is because it has that honey, like, mm-hmm. as an ingredient. It's not just a honey taste. The honey is used as an ingredient, as a fermenter. It is thicker. It's sweeter it's you know it's a lot more other things when i think of other beers though like say the trogues mad elf mm-hmm. or the duke uh, colossus both of those are 12 to 17 percent right and i can drink more than one of those as well this one not so much there's just something about this beer something about the sweetness something about you can taste the booze it just mm, right too much right damn it <laughs> this yeah i wanted to like this one I, yeah, I, I've had it before, and I thought I, I thought I liked it more. I'll be honest, I probably had been drinking before I uh-huh. had it. So okay. It was just like a nightcap. I'm like, mm, well, that's done for the night. <laughs> this is a nightcap. Well, that might have been your mistake. But when I say nightcap, I mean I probably only had two beers in front of it. Ah, I'm okay. not saying I was out drinking all night. <laughs> I'm saying I had two beers and then... Oh, oh, how awful would that be? Yeah. No, I had two beers and then I had this beer, and this beer was a nightcap because it just ends the night. <laughs> <laughs> so I will give it credit for that. Uh, yeah. If you want to go to bed in the next 45 minutes, have one of these. Right, exactly. It'll, it'll put you down to sleep. <laughs> Piss off Ambien. <laughs> <laughs> it'll have a lot cheaper. Yeah, really. And it doesn't make you say racist things on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, that, it might. I don't right, know you. That we know of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know you and your behaviors. <laughs> yeah. I don't plan on putting anything on, on our Twitter account that'll be... Hopefully not. I, no, that's the plan. I, yeah, hopefully not. Actually, it's not a plan. It's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> Listeners, if anything racist happens on the Twitter... Adam did it, not me. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. All right. Well, I guess this is kind of another Thirsty Dog episode. <sighs> kind of is. We got to rank them. Yeah. We got to rank them. Yeah. Let's, you uh, you want to go first or you want me to go first? You go ahead. Okay. This is uh, going to be fairly easy. In the bronze medal position, that Daylight Savings IPA, that's kind of a cop-out answer, especially for me. Yeah. It's the IPA. It's not my style. However, 
Uh, I think I've drank enough IPAs on this show to kind of figure out what a good IPA is versus an okay IPA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you've definitely. I mean, so, you don't have a bad taste in IPAs. Mm-hmm. You just don't have a taste for IPAs. Correct. So. Correct. This one didn't do anything for me, and I don't think it would do a lot for anybody else. No. It, 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 yes, it's an IPA. Yes, it's drinkable. It's inoffensive. It doesn't do anything. There's no niche for it. It serves no purpose except to have an IPA on the list, which is fine, but that's it. It's just fine. In the silver metal position, I got to put this blueberry bracket, honey ale, blue, brewed with blueberries. Uh, I'm sorry, the exit three. Exit three. That's a really long title. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I, Adam has given up. I have <laughs> given up. Fish. I, I wasn't a big fan of it, but I would rather drink that over the IPA, so that's why it goes in the silver metal position. That's basically it. We covered what we talked about earlier. In, in the gold medal position, I got to put the farmhouse summer ale. Um, the reason behind that was, yes, as a coach, that was a good beer. I, I felt that that was well executed for the style. Uh, was it the best I've ever had? No. I uh, Honestly, you know what I would put in that position? The Alaska Brewing Company summer coach. I don't think I've had that. It's got a whale on it. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, I had, the, had that over the 4th of July. If you want a Kolsch, go get that one. Oh, neat. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, back to this one, I thought it was it was a good example of a Kolsch, uh, but it was not the best example of a Kolsch. Uh, but between the three that we have here tonight, this goes in the gold medal position. Okay, no. I'm going to actually agree with you on bronze and say that Daylight Savings IPA. That's a bronze medal beer. <laughs> <laughs> now, you called it inoffensive. I actually find it kind of offensive i think i know why but explain yourself in the world of ipas mm-hmm. that we live in now considering all of the ipas <laughs> in the world this one is so lacking and for being from the biggest brewery and i'm, I'm assuming this is a pretty common occurrence for them to brew this one like you can't do a little better <laughs> This beer has nothing that's really redeeming about it. So, like, I don't know. I, I really don't like it. I, I'm trying to not shit on it too much, but it's honestly one of the weaker and probably worst IPAs I've had. Not the worst beer I've had. Mm. I've had terrible shit. Right. There, there is a special layer yeah. of hell for those. Yeah, there's a special <laughs> layer of hell. It's called Steel Reserve Town. <laughs> <laughs> that's where Steve lives with his dirty, dirty beers. <laughs> You know, they, there's only a few beers that are worse than Steel Reserve. <laughs> the Iron City, whatever the hot, that red that hot red iron. cinnamon beer was atrocious. Yeah, that red hot Iron City, city cinnamon, whatever the fuck, it was probably one of the worst beers I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I think they don't make it anymore because of that. I hope not. It was terrible. So back to the Daylight Savings IPA, it's not that bad. It is bad, though, considering all of the other IPAs <laughs> in the world you can get. <laughs> Silver, I'm actually going to give to the farmhouse uh, Kolsch, just because silver's in the middle. Okay. It's neutral. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I, I don't care one way or another about this beer. Yeah, like, I don't like it. I don't hate it. I, the only thing I would say is, like, price it against solid gold from Founders. If Founders is cheaper, buy that. <laughs> if this is cheaper, buy this. I don't... <laughs> My gut tells me, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's just like, mm, whatever. <laughs> if, you, if for some reason you can't find solid gold by founders, oh, uh, well, have this. <laughs> uh. 
Uh, for the gold, I am going to give to the Exit 3 Blueberry Braggot Honey Ale Brewed with Blueberries. That's how you do the title. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yeah, it, it at least had more character than the other beers. I, I can give that right off the top. Being 15%, it is a lot to drink, but maybe that's what you're into. <laughs> It was pretty lacking on the blueberry flavor, though. I don't know why. I don't know why they insisted on putting blueberry twice in the title when it's just not there. Son of a bitch, they did. Yeah. Those those sons of bitches. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's just not there for me. Um, But still, it's bigger and better than the other two beers we had tonight. True. If this beer had to go up against... The worldwide stout or the 120 minute or even the higher math or the colossus or uh <laughs> or the trogues mad elf or the mad elf grand crew which i never even drank it's pretty good <laughs> oh hey that's fine i don't even have to drink it to just know <laughs> all those beers that are bigger are better because that's a real astronomical you know boozy area to get right that's the high that's probably about the highest level you get before Things get really crazy, like the Sam Adams Utopias, or... <laughs> yeah, crazy and expensive. Yeah, crazy and crazy expensive. This is a pretty affordable beer for being as, you know, boozy as it is. Yeah. If you want to get tuned up real quick, yeah, grab a four-pack of this. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking to get drunk, absolutely, as quick as possible. <laughs> it's the Long Island iced tea of beer. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, even though it is boozy, it's still pretty sweet and drinkable. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know just like a hot fire mess so i don't know those are my rankings fair enough fair enough so uh, i think that is another well-executed episode yes let's go celebrate okay but first if you want to find us on the social media all you have to do is search hop nation usa that'll get you twitter instagram and facebook if you want to listen to brand new episodes of hop nation usa podcast every friday as you should just search hop nation usa on all your podcatchers we're on everything now we're on spotify we damn right we're on Spotify. We're yeah. on iHeartRadio, too. Sort of, kind of. I, ref- I refuse to pay them. So. Oh, yeah, screw that. We ain't paying them. So I think it's like our first, our, our five newest episodes are on iHeartRadio. That's fine. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's how it works. Okay. I didn't know if you knew that. I did not know that. Okay. And, uh, of course, we're on iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review because... Because we're a six-star show, but we only get to use five stars. That's right. And iTunes is still the biggest platform for podcasts, and that's how we grow the show, along with you telling your friends. Hint. Hint. Tell a friend. But don't tell them if they say water. (laughs) (laughs) Tell them first to say water, then tell tell them about the podcast. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, we'll take their listens, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all I got for that. Okay. A fine show. Well executed. Yeah. Good job. Let's get out of here. Bye. Understand him making things up like that. Michael Peterson, he was Vietnam vet. He pushed his wife down the stairs, but she ain't got the bulletproof. All right, you're losing me here. You know, like Luke Cage, you got the bulletproof skin. I don't watch Luke Cage or the other one with Amy Adams. The fuck's that? I don't know, the redhead? Yeah, I know who Amy Adams is. The fuck are you talking about, though? <laughs> I don't know, but it made you change topics, so I'm okay <laughs> with that. Him don't watch Amy Adams. <laughs>